From the rugged desert outside Yuma, Arizona, this is Outpost Outspoken. Outpost Outspoken is the official podcast of U.S. Army Yuma Proving Ground, which conducts natural environment testing of military equipment in Arizona, Alaska, and the tropics. Hello, I'm Mark Schauer. There are many different paths to the rugged desert outside Yuma, Arizona, but High Singh Salon, a team lead in YPG's Air Combat Directorate, took a particularly unique one, beginning his career testing in the jungles of Tropic Regions Test Center. Morning, Mark. I'm not originally from Panama. I'm originally from Puerto Rico. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, and then my parents moved when I was a teen um, due family reasons. And we lived in Costa Rica for a year and then to Panama. Um, and that's where I finished my high school um, and college degree. So you're an engineer. Yes, sir. How did you first encounter Tropic Regions Test Center? So um, it's funny. My uncle used to work with the, um, when the U.S. was based in Panama Canal. Um, when the Army was there, he used to work on TRTC back when it was called differently. My uncle had a contact, and after me graduating from, from college, and having different work or jobs in Panama, um, he contacted me and said, hey, um, I know a guy that is looking for, uh, for workforce to do a project. Um, are you interested? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I in, ended up going to the interview. You know, from there, I was picked by TRTC. Um, and 29 days in the job, I was deployed for about five months to Suriname to do that striker test, which was a very trial by fire, just because I didn't know what exactly we're supposed to be doing, but we just, you know, go along and learn as we go. Now the Tropic Regions Test Center staff is relatively small, so you test a lot of different things. You tested the striker, you tested, I remember, uh, an electric generator at one point? It was a turbine uh, generator that produced, I think they're, they're advertising about 100, 120 kilowatts of power. So we tested that in the tropics. We also, I was in charge of doing the liaison officer between um, uh, scientific community that was trying to test um, on, on the tropics. So I was in charge of, you know, making the connection bet between the U.S. government and the Panamanian and then helping them navigate through the bureaucracy of ge getting their type of science studies that they were doing down there. How did you make the switch from Tropic Regions Test Center to Yuma Test Center? Funny story, I was still in TRTC and came to YTC to support a test here in YTC. So I was TDY uh, here for about a month um, and talking to some of the support that they were from YTC, I realized that um, I had an advantage that my, most of my coworkers in Panama didn't have is that I'm a US citizen by birth. So talking to the folks here at YTC, I realized that um, even though I had a competitive salary back in Panama, it was not even close to a U.S. salary and what I could be, you know, at least moving up. Um, also, another good perspective that that test 
gave me is that the office here in YTC is a lot bigger. You know, when you have 1,500 employees, there's a bigger chance to jump around or, you know, see different testing, different exposed to different technologies. And at the same time, the opportunity that you can, you know, transition and move up at the end is to make sure that we test in the right way the system that the, our warfighters are going to be using. So we want to make sure that they have the best equipment in their hands to make sure that they can fight the fight for, for us. So it matters. Now, and you're, you've been here more than 10 years now at NUMA. That's correct. You've done a lot of different aviation tests. You run degraded visual environment technologies for helicopter pilots. That's correct. Counter small unmanned aircraft. When I got here, I did, did not want, I wasn't hired as a test officer. I was hired as, um, with the old NACATEC workforce. Um, I was first doing testing with the balloons, with the aerostats. So PGSS was the first test that I was helping out when I got transitioned to YTC. And then um, aviation took over the mission of the aerostats. And that's when um, my old boss um, kind of identified me from the crowd saying, well, you have a degree, why are you in this position? We can, and then she interviewed me and she said, yeah, I mean, I think you have something else to offer as a test officer. And having an engineering degree. So that's when the newly formed sensor test branch um, got me an opportunity to jump into the sensor test branch. Um, then I was a junior test officer um, helping out and I got exposed to different technologies. You know, aerostats was one, sensor technologies from the aerostat that you change the payload, radars, cameras. Um, and then I got the opportunity for the degraded visual environment, which the test officer that was running that um, was not longer available. So that mission from one day to the next one, basically we were executing is I was given the responsibility to run with it. And I remember saying, do you trust me? And say, yeah, can you, can you do it? And like, if you trust me, I can do it. So. Sounds like you like it here in Yuma. You have no plans of leaving. No. Um, so no plans. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not planning to leave. I like Yuma. I bought a house. I have family. Um, my parents came from Panama. So I have family now um, living in Yuma. Um, I don't, it's not a plan. But then again, like I said before, I was able to leave the known family and stability of a whole country to transition to a, even though it's my country, it's a different location with no family or any root here. And I've been making Yuma as my home and, and liking it, to be honest. Um, I've never closed the door and say, yeah, this is the last stop because you never know. Um, I, I joke about um, that I live in the extreme tropics, extreme desert. Next is extreme cold, which I don't see myself in Alaska, but who knows, you know? I sing song. Thanks for talking with us today. Thank you, Mark.
Welcome back to Outpost Outspoken. I'm your host for this segment, Anna Henderson. The Family Morale, Welfare and Recreation Department, also known as MWR, is a department that brings all the fun to the Army installations. Today, Michael Black, MWR's Marketing Coordinator at Yuma Proving Ground, joins us. Welcome, Michael. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Let's start off by telling everyone about MWR's mission. MWR is considered to be like the fun of the Army. Our main mission is to serve the need and interest of all the people, Army, family members, civilians, to improve their quality of life through recreation and morale boosting. Some of the services that you offer are the ones that bring the memories. Our main mission is to just try to give them a part of their home that they're missing when they're you know stationed in certain places. Cause you know, a lot of these kids move around and they don't have their family like a lot of the civilians outside of these gates do. We just try to bring them a little bit of the home and comfort that they are missing from those places. And you definitely do. I mean, those events are memorable. Can you tell me some of the other services that MWR provides? We do have a lot of different recreations, the gyms, you know, things like that you would find off post, uh, the pool. Uh, we have food services, food facilities. There's plenty of different ones here on YPG. Um, we do a lot of different events. Um, MWR is not just about events, but you know, we do provide a lot of events so that, you know, our customer base knows that we have things that are going on here. You don't have to go looking off post all the time. Um, I think another one would be child and youth services. That's not just for kids that are signed up to go to daycare every single day. There's plenty of things that they do outside of, you know, their normal business hours of daycare. Right, from the summer camps to all of the uh, recreation activities, yes. soccer, right. cheer, you guys provide all of that. Right, and like, you know, um, for the youth, older kids, they do like game nights and things like that at the youth center. And I think that's pretty cool because you get to go outside of your house to another place with your friends. Like that's, I think that would be really cool. So I can only imagine for the teens. And with so much going on, how can the YPG community just keep track of it all? Like what resources do you provide to help them be in the know? So there's plenty of options out there. One of them will be flyers. We try to post it in all of our facilities. Um, we do have big posters outside of the exchange and the post office. We have the marquees posted out throughout the post. Um, one of the main ones will be the main gate marquee. Um, we have digital displays in all of our uh, facilities as well. Um, those are updated bi-weekly. Another one will be our website, which is yuma.armymwr.com and or our Facebook page, which is at yuma.mwr. And then also a big one will be the digital garrison app. And then you also have your calendars and flyers because some people just like to see those. Right, they like something just right there in front of them. And so we do provide that as well. Um, and we send it out, you know, right before the month starts so that they can kind of plan their month around that. And that's another option as well. And I know one tip you always try to get out about Facebook is to make sure people post that they're interested because they can get events. You know, things happen. Things have to be canceled. If they post that they're interested, how does that benefit them? So it gets them a notification. Um, it gives them a notification if they're interested uh, to let them know either 24 hours ahead of time, an hour ahead of time. It gives them notifications. Hey, remember these things are happening in those areas you push that you're interested. Or if I push that it's canceled, it gives them the notification that it is canceled. So it's a really good reminder as well. All right, well, thank you for your time. I appreciate the work that you do to support the soldier and their families. Thank you so much. This has been Outpost Outspoken. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time from the Army's busiest test center.